Welcome to the Seek Outside Podcast. Hey, you, should, you think that's bad? See Ryan on the phone in the office. <laughs> wired that way we got the seek outside podcast here today cue the music yeah there we go nice. that, that should be the on the opening there just fucking beer yeah cans opening yeah pop welcome beer cans. to the seek outside podcast yeah. podcast podcast <laughs> instead of the the zipper the tent zipper opening just crack a like cold it. one or it could be yeah. like zip pop yeah yeah true zip crack Zip crack. <laughs> Zip crack. Both, both Zip of those crap. things sounded just <sighs> not right. No, it's not right. Um, but yeah, true. today we're going to be talking about um, some gear stuff. Uh, the, the topic is going to be cheap, but essential and good. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about like some gear items that are, are super cheap, you know, uh, relatively to other options out there. Um, inexpensive inexpensive yes um but also work really well you know these are things that we've all used for a while in the field um and we're just gonna kind of kind of debate some things i know we got a couple uh competing brands and stuff like that uh so we're gonna we're gonna work on all that good stuff here um but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and start it off um my my number one and i've talked about this before um but uh actually i'm gonna start off with a different one um i'm gonna start off with i got this piece of gear about a year ago um basically what it is it's it's from WorkSharp, um and it's actually funny we're gonna be talking a lot about knives today because i think that's that's a spot that you might you know there's cheaper options and then there's hella expensive options and you know seven hundred dollar knife yeah like with some things the expensive option is the only real way to go right but but like with knives there's there's multiple different options um to go with but anyway so it's a it's a work sharp um it's called the edc pivot carrier uh, uh knife sharpener and basically it's just like a little cube it's literally six dollars and um i got it and i actually use it in my in the kitchen for for my knives in the kitchen um but that thing works super well i mean it's literally the size of half of an iphone um and it's got you know the the fixed uh angles on there so that you can sharpen your knife it's got the ceramic sharpener um and it's just uh it's a really sick piece of gear you know you can you can either bring you know i know my dad when he brings a knife sharpener out even on like backcountry trips he has he has the sharpening stone and the oil right and that thing is you know probably a pound for the whole mm. for the whole setup yeah. you're bringing the oil it's such a task uh i don't know like what the what the sharpening the difference of the sharpening quality is on that yeah i'm but. sure there's some like knife nerds that would be like <laughs> you know the only way to sharpen it is with a stone and oil you know yeah but it's like well when i'm like you know a few couple miles back and i'm starting to break down an elk i don't want to do that yeah i don't want to carry that yeah especially if it's got like blood on it if you're sharpening it mid mid animal um yeah you know you don't want to have to be plucking all the hair off you want something cheap that you can just you're good to go but yeah it actually gets a gets a really good uh that's good all sharpening you, that's all you need is just like a good enough right mm-hmm. like you probably in the field won't get it back to like a razor's edge or whatever yeah but it's yeah, i mean it'll be good enough to to cut through the rest of the caper you know or take even, even those leather straps what are they called yeah leather strap yeah, yeah. even those work pretty well Honestly, yeah. like to just get a little bit of blade back. I have a bigger work sharp that's kind of like yours, but it's like long and rectangular. Yeah. And it's got like a leather strop strip. Those are really mm-hmm. good. I like those a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But they're I, pricier, right? It's like probably. 20 bucks. Yeah. It's probably like 20 bucks more or something yeah. like that. I, I have know. one of those as well. But it's also probably heavier. Yeah. It is. And if I would have known about this. So the funny story is <clears throat> I bought this little one. Because I needed cash back at Sportsman's. Mm. And I was like... Are you a member of their 
rewards or whatever? I am, yeah. Well, they <clears> ask <throat> was... me every time, and I'm like, oh, no. And then every time I get to thinking about it, I'm like, maybe I should. I'm, Dude, here. I bought, I bought I'm a, here enough. And I bought like, a whole fishing setup. Yeah. With my reward. Yeah. Especially like, if you're going to go buy a rifle or something like that. It's like, you know, yeah. spend $1,000, you get 10 bucks back. Pretty damn good. It's like every $100 you spend, you get $1 back. So Wow. I'd be rich by now. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, I think I got like seven bucks ready for, ready to go for the next time I have to get some fly fishing stuff. Is $100 with one back? Because I swear my like, <clears throat> I did not spend $8,000 at Sportsman's last year or maybe i did maybe and it's maybe it's not it's gotta know. be more there might be a bonus or something for like signing up or some shit but hey this isn't a sportsman's uh advertisement <laughs> so anyways so well i've got like i like i'm a member of the rei dividends because mm-hmm. back in the day they used to be pretty good i don't know if they are anymore i haven't been in rei in like two years so um <clears throat> but yeah i mean maybe i need to sign up for sportsman yeah i mean if you go you should yeah anyways but anyway yeah that's that's why i got it because i just needed something cheap and it was right there like right at the aisle i was like oh shit this is actually pretty good so yeah and it's good to keep your knife sharp especially like doing something like an elk where it might take you a while definitely especially if you're by yourself yep and like on yours last year had that big old thick neck you had to you had to really get through that stuff and cutting a lot of hair Knife yeah. sharpener is imperative out there. That's yeah. 100% fact. Or but, or let me yes. let me raise you here. I really like, I have an outdoor edge that has the replaceable blades. Mm-hmm. And that is like 50 bucks, I think is what we just yeah. looked up. Well, yeah, because one of mine was going to be the Gerber Gear Vital replaceable yeah. blade. So then you don't even necessarily need to bring a knife sharpener. Now, I do like having a bit more of a sturdy knife because I've used the Havilons before. And sometimes you'll break that razor, mm-hmm. but the outdoor edge is connected to a pretty stiff piece of metal. So you can yeah. honestly use it for most stuff. Mm-hmm. The biggest thing with those knives is like not cutting yourself because they are so stupid so sharp. sharp all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's honestly kind yeah. of scary. That's, that's the only thing about those is like, especially if you got like bloody hands or it's cold out or something like that. And you got to like switch the blade. Sometimes yeah. it's a little, a little it, hairy. It's pretty easy on the outdoor edge on the Havilons. It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. Cause you have to like, pinch the thing whereas like on the outdoor edge you just press the button and it releases yeah see the gerber the gerber ones they have a little like a little compartment you stick it into Mm. and then it detaches and then you stick it back in another compartment that's a new blade on yeah that's smart right there yeah because i'm sure that there's been many dudes that have sliced themselves oh last was it last year yeah last year i watched a dude do it really yeah trying to replace a uh, trying to you know replace his blade, mm-hmm. cut his, the top of his knuckle. Right, it's just like instant blood everywhere. Oh yeah, there's more blood from him there than there was from him caping out the skull of this antelope. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I always bring I always bring like one of those because it's like you don't need a knife sharpener if you have a knife that can always be sharp if you need it to. Yeah. And then I carry like a dedicated knife to like if I really need to like put some force into it well that and like if you're like taking you know like the 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 knees on you know like taking the animals like the bottom half of their leg off so Mm -hmm. you're going at that knee joint and you got like you need that fixed blade to like really get in there and yeah just exactly cut away at that those tendons and stuff and then that way you can like twist them off but yeah a a folder or a, a replaceable blade will probably break if you try to go in there and really yeah, yeah. I will say that outdoor edge ones seemed because I've I've seen the Havilon before. I've never used it, but outdoor edge ones are are very sturdy. Mm-hmm. The other cool thing about the outdoor edge ones is they have they make um I think it's like a so I think their standard blade is three and a half inches, and then they make a five That's inch. Funny. Huh? That's yeah. funny. Three and a half. More than I would <laughs> That's need. standard American knife <laughs> yeah, size, yeah, right? That's, that's standard, plenty yeah. right there. That's a lot of standard inches. Standard length it's of American average. knives. It's average, yeah. <laughs> but they make the five-inch one, which is what I always <laughs> That's you. That's, that's what I more than use. I need right there. That's way uh, too much. But it's like a boning knife. And it, and so you can use that. And they have a like a gut hook one, mm-hmm. you know, so that like if you're not so you, doing the... So you can carry like... A gut hook specific blade, mm-hmm. a boning specific blade, and then like a, like maybe just like your typical like razor 
yeah blade which speaking of the gut hook i feel like you never see people running those anymore no I've never, I've never i tried them that. once and i was like mm, it's not a, it's like i don't even know half, what it does half is good i thought they, I th- we used to use those all the time like the i think it was like the brown uh, uh maybe it's the buck knife like the white tail skinner or whatever but it was like a curved skinning blade and it, like the way it hooked up it was like perfect to fit in between your two fingers so you could just with well, while how, you're skinning well, that's and then how I have do the it. gut hook when i when i if i go to gut something which i haven't done in a while yeah you know, i've been doing a lot of the gutless method stuff but i once i go you know like around their their b-hole and then down um i get my hand underneath this in between their like you know the rest of the body and the skin and i put the knife between my two fingers with one hand and then I'm holding my knife in the other hand, put it in between my two fingers as like a guide. Yeah. And like push. Yeah. Well, this one though, it was like, so like it it was made for like when you're skinning, right? So, Oh, so it's not so really just, and I think it was like the concept probably came from when you have it on a gable or whatever and you're just skinning it after you've gutted it. Cause it is a little bit easier when it's on the ground to, go in there with an actual knife but it had like the the handle was made so that it like it sits in between oh, your the pointer handle. finger oh yeah, okay you, you i thought you meant like the this. knife set between them and i was like yeah oh, no. you can do that with a regular knife no it was it was like that but like for for getting like when you're just gutting it right like i feel like the the gutless method is the the standard knife is better for all that stuff but totally if you're skinning or if you're gutting it and then skinning it later, I think that was pretty solid because, you know, you got to cut from the sternum all the way down and that's always sketchy and you got the guts. I don't want to punch that, them. That, see, but I go the opposite way. B-hole up. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I do it. I've never gotten an animal. Never, never got it. Always done cordless or um, cordless. gutless. <laughs> yeah. They cordless. just disappear. It's kind of like a chicken wing. You yeah. Just look cordless. At it. Yeah. Just, you just take the back straps off and leave the rest. Yeah. Cordless. Terrible. Uh, uh, no. Yeah. I've never, I've always done the gutless method, which is pretty solid. The only thing that sucks getting the tender ones because yeah. you kind of are yeah. up in the gut cavity, but yeah. if you have a clean shot on an animal, there's no reason yeah. to do the, the gut. I mean, <clears throat> when... Actually, I mean, in Alaska, it's probably actually a little bit easier to do because you got to take all that rib meat. Mm-hmm. To gut them? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. I think it's easier because then you can really just, like, pick and clean everything. But, like, well, yeah, gut, gutless, gutless for elk, I mean, I can still get everything off the animal, the neck meat, all the stuff. Um, but there's just no ribs. There really is. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you know, I think for, like, bears and stuff, you got you to gotta gut them, but... Basically, any anything else, the gutless is quicker, I think, mm-hmm. to like a lot quicker. And you don't have to like reach up in there, get yeah, your hands all bloody. Gross. We're fucking pussies over here, man. <laughs> but it, dude, if, if like, because I've accidentally had a few gut shot animals, it's really nice not to gut them. Yeah. Yeah. If that's the scenario. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Because when you reach in there and there's, so you've infringed on the guts with your bullet. Yeah. It's not good. Yeah. No. No. It is very, very bad. Stinky. Stinky. Yep. So your sharpener. Yep. Plus the gut hook knife well, or, or I was just saying I was like, talking about the sharpener and then Owens was the, the outdoor edge, but I was just saying that it has the gut hook blade and the, the bone yeah, blade. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kinda like your all three knives and you in know one. Each each one of those packs of for like five boning blades or whatever is like twenty bucks. So, yeah. Compared to a whole knife set um you know Not pretty bad. damn good pretty damn good yep um yeah well why don't you go lee because me and owen both did one well one of mine was the gerber vital folder yeah you know replaceable blade knife as well um but we kind of just shat on that because yeah. ours is better <laughs> well, I don't know, because mine has the thingy yeah, yeah mine has the the in out in and out thingy yeah um, which is definitely the safest just if, if you're scared of cutting yourself <laughs> um oh dude let me i this just to elaborate a really other good cheap item to have is those uh kevlar gloves oh yeah speaking on really sharp things um i hadn't taken them to clean an animal ever 
my life until I went to Alaska because I was really far away if I made choppy chop of a finger. Mm. Yeah. And so I took those and honestly it made the whole experience better. Anyways. Yeah. Except for everything you touch is kind of a blood soaked glove, but yeah. That's like that's yeah, but saving your appendages there. It gives you a better grip. It does, yeah. Right? No, like yeah, sure. that's what I've noticed is like you know, instead of like when you go to grab a hind quarter and like you know, you like you or not a hind quarter because you can grab the little uh the tendon right there and use it as a handle, but like the uh front shoulder, you go to grab it and like sometimes your hands just go you know, like slip right up over yeah. the top. Um, but with those Kevlar gloves, they give you some, hmm. something, oh, something to what's the weight, to. like, what's the weight on? Are they, are they pretty heavy? Like, would you? I no, would say they really weigh like, like, you know, those like glacial grip gloves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Probably yeah. Like, like that, five or right? six ounces maybe. Yeah. At the most, like to save being a couple miles in the back country and cutting your hands open. Like, yeah, yeah that's pretty solid. Because before that I had just brought uh, electrical tape. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just in, in case, case. gotta and, tape uh, your finger back on yeah and i think uh just having the gloves for an extra ounce or two or tape it to him that yeah. way he doesn't lose it yeah, yeah. exactly uh, the, the hospital's gonna need this i'll just tape it yeah. tape or, it onto me yeah tape it to the outside of your backpack so the, it stays the nice cold. thing about the tape is like if you do break a finger or something i mean because that's as simple as a splint is is just using your other finger mm-hmm. it's like taping yourself so i still bring the tape but like having those gloves is Really nice, especially with those razor blades, you know. Yeah, electrical tape. That's something that's cheap but really good to have. And then you can, yeah, and then you can have it. And then you can have it over the tip of your barrel too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, snowing and stuff. I do that a lot. Uh, or a little balloon. Or they have like finger condoms too that you can put over the barrel. Yep. Yeah, it's plenty. It's plenty big. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can use those finger condoms for everything. Yeah, man. dude. You can just. Is yeah. it a? Is it a Magnum or? <laughs> Yeah, Magnum, Magnum. Yeah, sure. Magnum, Magnum for sure. Your 300, 300 Winchester win Magnum. Mag. Yeah, yeah, 300 Winchester Magnum condom. <laughs> Gotta get the bigger ones for that bad boy. Jeez. Or just cheap party balloons, something to cover up your muzzle, especially if you're shooting far. Any little bit of grit can kind of get yeah. your stuff off. So, well, but like uh, electrical tape, you can also use it because that shit sticks to anything. You just wrap it around anything. I mean, you could probably tape some branches together. You could probably make a trekking pole hitch out of it. Yeah. Oh, you definitely could definitely mm-hmm. um if you have to rewire your garmin you just use your <laughs> yeah that's that's beyond me yeah I'm I'm saying, fucked in that the, the moment i have to rewire anything out there it's gonna be a bad day yeah, yeah. if you have to re- rewire something in the back country you know it's bad yeah yeah um but, but yeah did you want to hit another one yeah i'll hit i'll hit on these guys so i bought these hydro pack water bladders they're like the black ones, the the darker, like gun smoke gray colored ones. Um, about two three liter ones, and I freaking love them. And it's they're not very expensive. I think they're twenty five bucks a pop or something like that. But it's just like such a simple thing of just needing something extra to carry more water in. Mm-hmm. And it's like you get six extra liters. You can leave one at camp, take one with you out hunting, take both with you out hunting. It just depends on which you're, whatever you're doing. And you always have like an extra little three liter water bladder, but they're better than any water bladder that I've found. These things I have, I throw them on the ground. I, you know, throw them in my pack. I step on them, stomp on them. And they've just, they've just never leaked ever. Yeah. And they are like, if you feel them, they're kind of tougher. And I'm, mm-hmm. a, they are probably going to weigh more than just like your typical clear, like platypus bag or hydro mm-hmm. pack bag. Yeah. They're probably going to weigh a little bit more, but, um, they're just sturdy. They carry water. And that's the reason why I switched over from a water bladder and hose to analogy is because I, I had two water bladder, water bladder bre- <laughs> breaks on me, um, you know, and you know, they soak your pack. Mm-hmm. And then, so I was skeptical getting these things i was like all right i've had a friend tell me that they're you know they're good to go they're strong so i tried them out and they've been fantastic and yeah tied i mean my they my whole water filtration hydration system relies on them yeah like actually yeah well yeah must be pretty solid then i have i have the platypus ones and they seem to work really well too i've seen people with like the nalgene ones the soft nalgene's those don't go well. 
Hmm. Yeah, yeah, see, I've, I've had platypus bags. They've broken. And then the camelback bag break. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I but, mean, the thing is, like, I don't think you want to rely, like, water bladders as, like, your main vessel to get the water into your mouth. I yeah. don't trust Well, I have that. a Nalgene, but, but, like, literally my water, like, that's how I gather water yeah. in bulk. Yeah. And then I carry it with me. And then if. I need to drink something. Water goes into my Nalgene. I sterilize it with a SteriPen, and then I drink it. Yeah, well, and that SteriPen guy, big SteriPen oh, yeah. guy, big, big SteriPen, pretty, pretty guy. dope. They're yeah. pretty dope. But no, I, I mean, I think that's a that's a good system. But I think um, water storage is something that gets overlooked by a lot of people. And uh, like, there's been a couple trips where I've been saved by somebody else that brought the water storage. Um, because it's like, especially if you're not like camped right next to a creek or whatever, it's so nice to just have water, whether it's dirty, like even if it's just, if you're filling up dirty water, bringing it to camp and then filtering it there, it yeah. just saves you like that trip down to the creek or down to the lake or whatever to get water. And yeah. I mean, you never know, like you really never know if you're going to get up to your spot that you've hunted for or, or camped at for six years straight. And there's always been a pond there. You never know. It could be like, especially if you're up on the on the Grand Mesa, Colorado. You never know when the they're draining those things. So, yeah, water storage is definitely not to be overlooked. And it sounds like a pretty dang cheap option. Um, you know, there's lots of cheap options. So, is that falling off? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know what? You know I was what's... like, something was touching my face, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Is <laughs> fuck you, Lee. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you know what is? I wouldn't say cheap, but there's like things that are longevity for your life wise that I would like to touch on. There's two. Provide longevity for your life. Yeah, like something like that Garmin Connect Mini. You know, it's not necessarily cheap. But if you yeah, can they're like two hundred and fifty bucks. It's cheaper li- than a satellite phone. Living for is sure. generally priceless. Yeah. Most people yeah. would agree. So I mean that's like how much do those run? Like two two hundred and fifty bucks. That's really not bad. Yeah, yeah, it's really not. Yeah. Because there's a lot of other ones. Yeah, like they, Garmin makes other ones that are bigger, that are like more, have like the more functions or whatever. They can get up to 600 bucks if you go to yeah. Bellas or whatever and take a peek. So yeah. it's, it's those, not those bad. things are nice. And then like, you know, another thing like uh, we were talking about it when we were in Alaska, uh, being able to report the weather. Because yeah. in Western... So it was southwestern, western, Al- just Alaska. western Alaska. Western Alaska, there was a typhoon. Yeah, man, I'm really doing a lot of work here, but uh, <laughs> uh, typhoon. big research guy. Yeah, big research guy. There is that coming in with like chance of 70, 80 mile an hour winds, mm-hmm. and uh, if you can't pull your weather and know that maybe you should get out of there the day or two before that, you're gonna be stuck in some nasty nasty stuff so yeah that that also is like you know it's just like a preventative maintenance yeah you know like if you're running out of water or food and it's an emergency you can send an sos Mm -hmm. stuff like that like it's a you know saves you the hospital bills all that stuff and then my second thing to touch on that because i know you have kind of a counter Mm. to the garment thing as far as price uh my second thing is a really nice water filter that works on anything so i have the msr guardian water filter and it's expensive it's like 200 something bucks but it's going to outlive almost any water filter by about like fourfold because it's self-cleaning all this stuff. Like I think it filters a ridiculous amount of water. And then two, like, so we were on the Coquipelli Trail, me and Josh, who works in shipping. And there's not a bunch of good water resources. It's no. the desert. Yeah. You know, you have some melt coming off of the mountains, but you might be stuck to like a pool in, a sand- in sandstone. That looks nasty, but you can pull from almost anything with that, which is really nice. You could probably get water out of cow shit if you wanted to. So mm-hmm. that's that's another thing. It's like as far as water filtration, because Josh was using what are the little packs that you fill up and it filters as you push it out. Sawyer squeeze. Yeah, yeah he was, something like he was using something mm-hmm. like that, and like pulling out of the Colorado River, his got clogged immediately. 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 Yeah. Oh yeah, those but little ones. The problem get with that. Bad. Well, the Guardian has this like you know perfect filter like didn't get clogged, didn't get messed up. Uh, Tim, who was filming the project, his the moment we pulled out of the Colorado River exploded. 
the whole thing blew up and his was like a 250 fifty dollar water filter and wait like what when he pulled it out of the water or when you guys like left no when we were we were pumping out of the water out of the colorado and yeah. he pumped and it had gotten clogged somewhere with sand oh. and it just went pop, pop blew the seals so he didn't even have a water filter to use so we had to rely on the guardian the whole time wow so i mean that's like a really good case study yeah right there for the guardian which i agree like if i was in a situation the, the reason i only take uh a steripen is because i pretty much know in most places i go that i'm gonna be able to get water from a flowing creek yeah um and you know, but if I was in a place like that where it's like I'm getting it from stagnant water mm-hmm. and stuff like that, or like even an, even a pond, dirty water, all the stuff, yeah. you ha- you have the opportunity to at least get water. Like if I was going to be near in the high mountains and there's going to be some kind of stream and stuff, the things overkill. Yeah, but where we hunt a lot of the times, uh, there's not a water source up high. Because, you know, obviously it's fall. You don't have snow quite yet. Yeah. And it's about a 3,000-foot descent to get to the nearest stream from where I hunt. Yeah. No That's one brutal. wants to do that. No. So, well, so but there's, there's, a, there's, like, a place where there is water, like a small little spring, but it's usually silty and muddy, and the guardian pulls out of that, which is, like, yeah. huge. You know, because hiking down 3,000 feet to hike out. Yeah, you got to drink a lot that of water. You got to yeah. drink a lot of water after you do that. Yeah, just exactly. to get up, yeah. down and up. There. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're exactly. like you're kind of using like a gallons per mile kind of thing on yeah. the way out. So you yeah. gotta you gotta bring a lot of water. You know, like if you want to be up there for five days, I mean, you need at least five gallons, and you got to be eating food that doesn't require water. So just having something that you can get to the point where you're like, I can pull out of most questionable things is Anything like and everything yeah it, it's, well, it's probably worth your money and time depending where you hunt or yeah camp or whatever you do with and the the thing is like there's certain things where you can save money in gear but there's certain places you absolutely don't want to save money like yeah. you know like water something that's imperative for a trip you know you can get a <clears throat> a sawyer squeeze right mm-hmm. and um it'll work out of most clear streams clear rivers it'll work However, you'll probably have to spend, I mean, over the course of a trip, you might end up spending an hour or two more filter because mm-hmm. that Guardian is so freaking quick, man. Yeah, like, you when fill we were up at an the lake that one time, I was like, dude, this thing fills up, bottle up. It's like and, a minute. And I used to use a, a Katadyne Hiker Pro, which is basically the exact same setup. Like you pump it. Um, it's mm-hmm. a little bit different pump, but it's a pump going through a filter mm-hmm. through, through hoses into a bottle, right? Or whatever. Um, and that guardian was just like, oh, it's already done. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Oh, it's quick. Yeah. And that's something that like, you, you know, you don't want to save money on that. You don't want to save money on like, a your, your GPS thing. Yeah. What I was going to say is for going back to the Garmin mini is the, uh, there, there's two cheaper options if you want satellite <clears throat> communication out there, but they're not going to be, <clears throat> it's not going to be as. I don't want to say reliable because I think they're both reliable, but it's not going to have the functionality. Like, so the spot spot makes a smaller one that's I think like 150 bucks, um, and it just has like preset messages on it. So you go in before your trip, and you can set like it's got SOS, which will reach search and rescue. Um, but then it has like three preset messages, so you can like maybe set one like that says I'm okay for the night, so you can send that to your your people. Um, you can send one that says you know elk down or whatever if you yeah. want somebody to help you you pack out, and then you can send one other one. Um, <clears throat> I think there's one for like uh, like car service maybe, but hmm. it, it's like the cheapest one, right? Just if you 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 just want. To have the ability to to you know have a, a safety thing, Spot has really good uh, satellite reach um, as opposed to Solio or Zolio, uh, which I think like in Alaska doesn't have the greatest satellite. At least when I was buying mine, that's yeah. why I went with the Spot because I wanted so, something that was like. And this is something I don't know, and I probably should do more research on. But are they all using different their own like proprietary satellites? Because I'm assuming they're all probably reaching the same right I mean, like some companies like hey you can use our satellite to do your thing 
Yeah. And then they pay that company for their satellite services. Mm-hmm. It like, like a lot like a lot of these map mapping applications, they're getting the maps from the same place. You know? Yeah. And I I assume that Garmin, Zolio, and Spot all get their satellites from the same dude, but maybe not. Maybe they all are putting their own satellites up in the air. I I don't know. Here's here's something to raise you for the cheapest, though. You're going to buy a phone. A flare. Yeah, yeah, just (laughs) take your flare out shoot it up. Make sure it's during fireband. Yeah. Just kidding. Um, You're cheapest. You're going to buy a phone, aren't you, at one point in your life? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the new iPhone 14, it doesn't offer an insane amount of features, but it does offer an SOS. And generally, the SOS is like your last, like, last ditch Hurrah. effort, right? Yeah. But like, if you're gonna have a phone and you're gonna have the ability to keep it charged out in the woods, like, I think most of us are probably want to take pictures with our phone or our camera or something, right? <laughs> then you at least have the option of doing an SOS via GPS with mm-hmm. that new iPhone 14, mm-hmm. which that's a that's a pretty cool feature. Like, if you want the bare minimum, like I I got swapped down a cliff, I fell down a cliff. <laughs> you click your thing. You're at least getting the SOS out there. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, there's there's different levels, and I, so the the Zolio one, I think you can get weather results on. You can, but it's like a text thing, so you yeah. have to like text in. I'm not sure how the Garmin works. If it's like Garmin, just, you just say pull weather report for your exact location. Yeah, you just like scroll down. So, example, when we get, were on the Grand Mesa and it was raining its ass off, mm-hmm. it was kind of weird. I didn't actually have that great satellite connectivity right there, and yeah. we were in an open field. The clouds. Maybe, yeah, might have been the clouds, but I uh, I pulled a weather report because I was like, it's very wet outside, and it was exactly the way it was going to be. So hmm. yeah. yeah, those are usually pretty accurate because I think that they're pulling them from the nearest weather station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so you yeah. know, and, and when we were in Alaska, Kevin pulled a weather report, and uh, we kind of knew that we had to get out of there because it was like we had we all, all gotten caribou down, but we were like, we want to enjoy the experience a little bit staying out there for a little longer but we were like we pulled a weather report and it was like they're probably not going to get us out of here like yeah. yeah no you're you're there i mean especially like so you said it's a typhoon yeah yeah well he was talking about last year though yeah oh i'm talking about last year but so this year like, you got the typhoon warning yeah mm-hmm. that would be like if you were in western alaska which would be oh man i don't even like know. kotzebue that yeah. kind of stuff right and you were out there on, on some kind of hunt you're standing yeah. in your tent and everything seems fine but you could wake up the next day in a typhoon, yeah. you know? And so just be getting like, abused by like, weather. So you either need the boat or whatever you need to get out of there. Like, because I think they had It was big like waves. 75 mile an hour winds, yeah. like constant with chances of 100 mile, 100 yeah, mile Yeah, if you're hunting winds. on Kodiak, you want to GTFO. You yeah. Know yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, and then. But and then, the, the thing was, they didn't find out about it. Like, they didn't know it was going to make it to Alaska until like two days before it happened. So there's. Yeah. A ton of people that had already gotten dropped off. Which is that that that's the ability of the the weather report to be like exactly. Yeah, I see bad things coming. Yeah. In the next you know? two days, don't drop me off. Yeah. <laughs> or, or like don't have, send yeah. me out there. That or having contact like like let's say your flight boat service whatever you had going out to your spot. Um, you know, like being able to contact them and be like, I I don't want to be out here. I mean, no matter what shelter you have, seventy five <laughs> mile an hour winds are gnarly yeah you're you're screwed unless you're in an and, rv I mean, that, that's throwing stuff you know like yeah. you can be in a really nice tent and if it's throwing branches at your tent like it's gonna uh, puncture holes and stuff you know uh, just just strap the guy out down i mean i've been in some gnarly gnarly stuff in a tp but 75 mile an hour winds are like i've been in 60 and that's like yeah, yeah the, that's, that's praying that's, that's yeah. when you start pulling stakes and it's like mm. It's a little scary. You don't sleep. It's that no. loud. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. 60 mile per hour winds is like, ah, that's a sleepless night. And, uh, and you're kind of praying. A lot yeah. of puckering. Yeah. You use the tent that's as, like, your, that's everything's as a pa- sheet. Yeah. Everything's packed up besides your sleeping bag. Yeah. Like exactly. you're ready to run. <laughs> yeah. Ready to, <laughs> ready to roll. Get out. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the, yeah. It's, I think it's all very, uh, things that are cheap, but things that are very valuable. Yeah, like, I mean, to, in the long run, two hundred fifty dollars, yeah. something that can look after your life is sure. Yeah, priceless. Oh, for sure. Same thing with the yeah. water filter. Like, if we were out there with, <clears throat> and we had the Sawyer and Tim's water filter, and no Guardian, we would have had to call for help. Been I would have had to use the Garmin. Yeah, 
yeah. contact somebody and then like or you would have been unplugging the water filter every 10 seconds and it would have taken you know an hour to fill up everybody. yeah exactly yeah. squeeze 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 backfill yeah squeeze 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 yep. backfill <laughs> i've had to do that with it yeah oh yeah on the <clears throat> escalante we had to do that we had to backfill it every half nalgene yeah which is just takes so much oh, time. Sucks. by the sucks. time by the time you've backfilled if you've gotten a full nalgene you've already drank it yeah. that's yeah. one of the benefits to a stereo pan because i mean you can always swap out batteries you can bring well you can extra- dr- yeah you can drink silt too yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 if you don't mind a little crunchy water not necessarily yeah. the best thing but no. but no, just it'll pour it'll, it'll, pour it'll through a coffee filter yeah yeah pour through, through a coffee, coffee filter, filter or like uh like a t-shirt yeah I just thought of that idea, but I'm going to act like I've done that before. And Ryan's patent. I've, <laughs> I've used a coffee filter. So, like, on that Katadyne Hiker Pro thingy that I have, the the thing that you put in the water to suck the water up through sucked so bad. Like, and that's why my water filter was going bad is because I was just sucking up so much silt or whatever. That's what it's supposed to do, man. It's supposed to suck. Well, but, like, <laughs> <laughs> so I put that coffee filter, I... I uh, I just rubber band a coffee filter around the little like nozzle that takes yeah. the water up and it's so much better. Nice. So much better. Yeah. That's yeah. a, that's a good idea. Um, so I got, I got one more thing that I want to talk about. So you see all these dudes out there and you see them in like, you know, Cabela's or whatever. And, uh, they got their fancy ass Garmin watches that they spent a thousand bucks for that tracks your altitude it tracks what you know where you're going to be going you can it's basically a gps on the wrist but then they're pulling up onyx yeah literally you have the same I've, tools with onyx i've always thought that like i don't wear a watch anymore yeah. ever because i'm like well i've got my phone I don't does onyx give you watch. elevation yeah gives oh, okay. you elevation yeah. gain elevation gives you speed that you're hiking if you throw the tracker on uh now it'll I'm not give sure. you weather too yeah yeah. If, you, if you have service, it'll give you weather. Yeah. If, yeah. You if you have service. Yeah. But my point is... But I'm just saying they have weather out there. A watch is great to have out there. And for a couple of reasons. A, I think the date is awesome. The Knowing the time is awesome. Now, you can get all that stuff on your phone, too, if you're, if you're bringing one out. But if you're sleeping, especially, I find that having... Having a little uh, yeah, watch, yeah. and I have a twenty-five or thirty-dollar Timex watch that's basically indestructible. You can't break it, even if you took a sledgehammer to it. This thing, you can set the timers on. It it lights up. You know, it can provide a little bit of light when you're in the tent. It uh, tells just, you the date. He just clicked. <laughs> he just clicked the <laughs> light clicked on, it. and it made a little beep. beep, beep. <laughs> yeah. No, but my point is. <laughs> think about the the gear that you're spending a ton of money on. yeah right? yeah like the garments are cool yeah and it, it would be if i was super worried about my heart rate getting high or low maybe i might wear a garment you know or you there's other options like there's rings now that, that are, that are mm-hmm. bluetooth to your uh your phone that's insane. Um, that'll tell you your heart rate and stuff like that. There's other little, just smaller little wristbands that are just like kind of like those uh, Fitbits. Yeah, but like even small, like like literally just like a band, mm-hmm. um, like those little. Silicone, I feel like I've heard of the rings. I, I don't. I don't. You know the I've little silicone bands that used to be all the silly bands, like fighting a fighting. Did you ever wear a fighting? Were you no. a baseball player? No. Is that what it was? Anybody that played baseball that's listening to this back in like the early 2000s will know what a fighting necklace is. Bunch of Apparently it had necklace? some magnets in it that like, that uh, kept you calm. I don't know. It was all bullshit. It was a marketing ploy, but it was like a baseball player thing. Wow. Well, yeah. And yeah. maybe that was the issue. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Silicone. But band. yeah. Anyways. So like if I, if I was like really worried about my heart, the, and then maybe I'd wear one. Um, but other than that, I mean those gar like the gar the Garmin watches, the the Sunto watches, they're all for Yeah. Flexing. I think there's yeah, I think there's a nice Hopefully I didn't piss anyone off saying that, but I mean that's kind of the truth. I think there's a nice aspect of like in your day to day life to have the Garmin watch. Uh but I think in like a backcountry scenario, it's cool to track your miles, what you're doing, but like you said, you can kinda of do that on Onyx. 
and do it through your phone. I mean, even if you look at the health app on your phone, it's somewhat correct. And it'll yeah, track and it'll, it when it's offline. Yeah. It'll go offline. Definitely yeah. tracks elevation pretty um, accurately to what yeah. I've found. Yeah, I mean, you don't need one, but I, I think it is nice. I mean, like, just seeing the calories you burned, like, the estimated. Sure, like, if you're really worried about fitness, but like I said, I, I've been, uh, I've been uh, free of the gym for seven years now. Used to be addicted. But Good, no, job. No, Good job. Good yeah, job. Congratulations so on your addiction. <laughs> getting away from your addiction, man. Um, you know, so like, you know, unless you're doing some fitness stuff, I just really don't think it's they're needed. Yeah. Well, but I do. Like, so going back to the watch, I do like how you can set alarms because I'll set an alarm on my phone and I always throw my electronics that like I want to save the battery on because when batteries get cold, yeah. they they die quick. They die quick. Yeah. You throw them in the bottom of your sleeping throw bag. Them the, and yeah. then I'm always doing like doing yep. this oh, weird exactly. shit trying to no, get my exactly phone. That. And We all felt that. With the watch, <laughs> you just you just pop. Yep. Hit the button. Oh, you're you're, I'm you're awake. up. It's classic, dude. This is like this is a watch that's been around for like 40, 40 years, you know. Yeah. But uh, like my my perspective on it is like yeah, it's it's dope if you uh if you have the money to to get one of those watches and and if you're you're into that type of thing like if like fitness wise if you go to the gym a lot you do do that yeah like, I'm like saying, it does have benefits that you can it has really good benefits there yeah. and then maybe even for like getting text messages being like oh yeah. oh man i got that meeting in 10 minutes the yeah. good thing you know like, but it's, it's not going to kill it's, you more it's out. convenient but it's yeah i don't think it's necessarily needed yeah you know the only watch i take in the backcountry is the one that has my pet on it from the 90s <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. you know yeah, where yeah, i can yeah. eat it every once in a while <laughs> yep. yep yep keeps me entertained you're uh yeah. what, those, what were those things called? Oh, i don't even know it was before uh, my time but well, i just I like thing. i like the meme yeah you know? yeah 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 uh, but i mean it, like it's cool but i don't i, I think if no. if that's not the thing that's not something that i would like spend my money on if if you had yeah. a limited yeah. budget right like you want to spend your money on a sleeping bag a good sleeping bag that's oh yeah you know you want to like all this stuff, like, I feel like everything that's good for, like, outdoor, like, it's at least two to three hundred bucks. Everything that's, like, I've, good. I've noticed that, too. Like, you're, it's like, like, that's the baseline, dude. You're, like, two hundred yeah. bucks, two hundred bucks, two hundred bucks. But everything that we just talked about, with the exception of the Garmin, is under two hundred bucks. It's under a so, hundred dollars. Under a hundred dollars. So. Under sometimes, most, actually, there's, almost all of it's under fifty bucks. Yeah. There's, there's another, yeah. another thing to slightly touch on. <clears throat> Is like uh, socks. You mm-hmm. can find a good sock. Oh, like, yeah, we were talking about this before. Yeah. Like, you can get a neoprene sock for pretty cheap. It could be, like, you don't need to buy the nicest of the nice. Like, clothing wise, like, there are underlayers that you can buy at Walmart that are meant for sports that do wick moisture. Yeah. It's not going to be your $200 Patagonia jacket. And I'll be honest, I prefer the $200 Patagonia underlayer or the First Light, all that stuff. I prefer it. But you can, like, you can skimp on some underlayers. You can skimp on some overlayers. Like, there's things that are not necessary. You don't have to spend $200 on mm-hmm. a rain jacket. Yeah. You can go to REI, and you can buy the, I had the $100 rain jacket from them, which doesn't work now, but it worked all my Alaska trip. Did and you, have you washed it? I, yeah, I think that was my issue. Yeah. I washed it, and I washed it with other clothes. That and you didn't wash it with DWR. Didn't wash it with DWR. Yeah, so, so, like, it would be something I need to kind of redo, I think, on the DWR spot. But, like, if if you just want something cheap, like $100 rain jacket, it was the yeah. best rain jacket I've ever used. If you really want something cheap, get one of those rain ponchos. Just yeah. throw one of them things on ten bucks at Walmart. Super or breathable, they tell me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, not breathable at all. But yeah, and you it don't look keeps cool. the rain out. You don't yeah. look I mean, cool, but you'll you'll uh, you'll yeah. definitely be dry. There's times where you'll pay like the extra money for something like Gore-Tex, and I have a Gore-Tex rain jacket now. Love it. it works really well. It's breathable. Um, but you don't necessarily need to spend the $200 for something that has the Gore-Tex on it when you could buy the $100 rain jacket from REI and it'll yeah. work for most anything you need, yeah. you know? Well, and go back, going back to socks, like I was at the dang ARC thrift store the other day and they had a whole wall of uh, merino wool socks and it was $8 for, for two pairs, which like if you get a REI or Cabela's or whatever, oh, you're, you're not getting two pairs for freaking 20 bucks. Yeah. So... And you know, merino wool is merino wool. It's not like, you know, it's 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 
it's like a raw material right that yeah. they just make into socks now maybe the weave's not as tight so maybe they they break down earlier but like functionally wise functional functionality wise it's going to be the exact same yeah. it's the it's the same thing yeah they're going to be as warm as yeah. dry yep. as comfortable usually mm-hmm. you, you can almost put it into like a on motorcycles, you can buy these totes that you put on the racks that mm-hmm. are like carbon fiber, crazy, all aerodynamic shaped, and there's like three hundred dollars, mm-hmm. and they have a keyed lock. Or you can go to Walmart, buy a weatherproof thing like that for twenty dollars that has a padlock on it, mm-hmm. and you can just padlock. I mean, it's like it's kind of looking at like going outside and hunting and stuff isn't meant to be. It's it's not the rich man sport. It should be accessible. Right? Yeah, it's like, and, and, are you more focused on looking cool yeah, or it's, it's totally, doing cool? It's yeah. totally, yeah. you know, yeah. you can use some of your winter gear to go out. Like if, you, if you've ever skied in your life, you probably have similar layers. Like mm-hmm. just because they aren't camo doesn't mean you can't go out. Yeah. You know, it's just like, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that uh, you don't need to spend a ton of money on. Yeah. It's yeah. the truth. Uh, yeah i mean i i do think there's also like like with everything there's fashion right there's hunting fashion sure that uh you but know there, people, there, i mean there's also quality gear quality the, gear for sure no doubt yeah, yeah but and but like speaking of the fashion right like how many pairs of ripped jeans are going for you know three hundred dollars when you go to goodwill and get a pair of, like i just got well not these ones but i just got a pair of uh of uh Levi jeans at Goodwill for 15 bucks. They were like, brand new, brand new. You go to Target, you get that same pair of jeans for like 60 bucks, right? And it's kind of like a a similar analogy. Um, You know, like there's quality gear, but then there's also like this aspect of um, you don't have to have the newest thing latest and greatest yeah. yeah and like we were saying there's certain things that you definitely want to have like the best of the best right you don't want to skimp on but there's other things where it's all just balancing right like don't make money be the thing that doesn't get you that that keeps you from going outside yeah i think that's the, the yeah if point. you're like if you're like man i wish i could go hunting this year but i just don't have the gear that's eh, probably not true like yeah. it's probably just like kind of in your head a little bit Maybe you're seeing some stuff online that makes you think you need to do that. Um, but it's just not, it's just not true. You know, um, y- you can do it. You can do a lot with a little mm-hmm. as long as you got the tag. So save some money, buy the, buy the tag that you need to buy. And if you're in state, you know, should be pretty easy. But like if you're living in Florida and you want to hunt elk and you're like, man, I wish, but you know, a thousand dollars for an elk tag is just, not it like i can't afford that well maybe you can if you find some ways to save money elsewhere mm-hmm. and now you have a tag and now you get to actually go hunting yeah instead of thinking about it sitting mm-hmm. at home and motherfuckers motherfuckers have killed stuff <laughs> and a lot less than what we got now that's for sure i mean like i i, I, I was just a, a black I, I, and red flannel yeah, oh, yeah. I, I was just bear. i was just looking at uh pictures uh um oh, what was it what buck Bowden? The mm. guy from like from yeah. the meteor kind of sphere, mm. um, he posts. He'll do like a photo dump every now and then on his Instagram of like old photos, and it is just the coolest thing because like you just look at it and it's just taking you back in time. Yeah. And they, I mean, he was in jeans, hip waders, and a t-shirt, cotton t-shirt. Yeah. Just killing bears and moose and stuff, yeah. you know. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of wish that's all. That's all we had right now. And that I could have the, the length of hair that he had and have it be acceptable today <laughs> yeah. because then I would be a stud, dude. I've killed one deer and one elk in shorts yep. in second or third rifle season yeah. with just these giant, I remember that I had giant first light socks that went up basically to my knee in mountain biking shoes shorts and then like a down puffy on the top well yeah. the new zealander guys Af- african like, hunting guides they're all in shorts man mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, they, yeah they're like those new zealand kiwis are just like always in in shorts it's crazy well and let me ask you a question is leather breathable no no 
The fucking mountain men were wearing beaver skins and leather and buckskin. So if you can't do it, it with uh, a cotton t-shirt, which is much more breathable and pr- has much more technology and a cotton, you know, fleece vest or yeah. something, then you're making excuses for yourself. But we also, <laughs> I mean, I, I will give a caveat to that. A lot more people died. but <laughs> Yeah. A lot more people died. Yeah. And also, like, I would say that, like, per person, there's more game to be had you know yeah for sure They're back in the yeah back in the yeah. day back in those days they could just like they didn't have to hike yeah. as far i'm gonna ride i'm gonna ride my horse like you know a day outside of town which for us is like a 10 minute drive yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah and literally. i'm gonna go kill a freaking just giant hammer bull out yeah. in the plains yeah you know yeah like um like the one of the that record bull that's in Crest of Butte or whatever. Oh, Got yeah. Got it in Dark Canyon. It's like 10 minutes outside of Crest of Butte. Yeah. The drive. Yeah. 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 It's, it's crazy. I mean, no doubt the more money you spend generally means the more quality of gear you have. Well, yeah. Now Crest of Butte is going to be the most Googled thing this week. <laughs> it already is. Good, man. Uh, but like, you know, like in theory, we are. T- we I was are in t- like ni- 1910. So. Yeah. We are, yeah. we are a tent and backpack company, but you can get away with much lesser product or much cheaper than ours. Would you have the same experience? Not necessarily. Yeah. You know, like, because yeah. what does a wood stove offer you? It offers you comfort, dryness, which that's Warmth. probably the, the biggest thing to touch on is like... Being dry. If you can just be dry through the hunting trip, you're going to be warm. Yeah. Yeah, I can stand being like dry, cold. But oh, being yeah. wet, cold, just oh, oh it, go, it goes to your it's, bones. It's so miserable, yeah. and it takes so long to. You really need a house to dry off. Yeah, yeah. To like, you need a warm shower. Yeah. You know, I mean, <clears throat> so yeah, that, that, staying dry is that's important. Stuff. I mean, you can get by with three ten dollar knives on an elk mm-hmm. and a knife sharpener. Yeah, you can do that. You can do you can do so much stuff with cheap gear, but like having the essentials, which I would say nowadays, like a Garmin you know to text your loved ones or send an sos out and mm-hmm. stuff like that important water important yeah food well, food you can bring just mac and cheese and cook that on your stove oh, yeah it does not matter yeah you don't need a you, if, if it's if there's no fire ban if there's no fire ban or anything you can start a fire and put a pot on and just mm-hmm. cook whatever you want you know yeah. like, honestly i don't know if this is like should i i don't know should i say this say am it. i the drama say um, <laughs> am i the drama um <laughs> Like, if there was a fire ban and it was, like, actually your life, uh, do the, oh, start the fire. I, yeah, I don't know? think anybody would, like, if question that. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, there might be a firefighter out there who's, like, no. But you know that there's some rednecks out there that would stretch that, uh, that statement. Like, oh, that is their life. I want a snack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I really, I, I really just want to cook this uh, backstrap over an open fire. That redneck is me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what's another cheap thing? Fire what? starter kit. Fire starter kit. Yeah, like a proper one. Or you can, a big you can, lighter. You can build your own out of petroleum jelly. Petroleum jelly. That's what I do. Balls. Cotton balls. Mm-hmm. Cotton yeah, balls. That, that stuff works so good. Oh yeah. I use. Yeah. Ga- I make napalm myself. <laughs> Uh, i'm a napalm guy I'm a napalm guy. yeah dude what's in your pack oh it's kind of hot out today <laughs> Just, uh, what's that one movie atlantis where they have the nitroglycerin it's like a, uh, it's like an animated movie hmm. it's called atlantis or something. I've, I've, i saw it but and they've got like it. they've got all sorts of nitroglycerin <clears throat> really and then one dude just like being totally haphazard with it i remember they had that you. cool vehicle with the the drill yeah yeah the yeah. Drill. yeah it was like a Ferrari with a drill on, on at the front. Hmm. Let's uh, like a yeah. What were you gonna say? Well, I said it's probably much more on topic than what we were talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I was gonna say let's uh the bullsh the bullshitting has gone on. Everybody name three products. Quick fire that they they would say are their favorite cheap item to have. Well, we just named them, didn't we? But but just yeah. a quick fire, just kind of a, a wrap oh. up here wrap up yeah go ryan um so mine would be the the uh work sharp knife sharpener okay six bucks okay the cube cube yep it's the edc pivot sharpener pocket sharpener we're asking for three here so we got two more you got oh i gotta do three yeah 
Oh shit. Um, and then the, the so the second one would um, so the second one would be I forget what I said. But another one that I didn't talk about was possibles patches or having some sort of organization mm. in your pack. That's nice. Um, I love that. And then uh, the third one would probably be I don't know my my spot uh, mm-hmm. GPS. Yeah. Spat. Yeah. Spat. What about what about you, Lee? Um, my favorite that I use all the time, my water bladder bags. Um, I would say the Gerber vital folder, but it really only comes out when I kill something. I want to give something a little bit more general. Um, so I'll have to say my SteriPen. Mm-hmm. It's like only like 50 bucks for mm-hmm. like not the pro kind. You got to compare to a guardian. That's a lot cheaper. You got to put batteries in it, you know, mm-hmm. um, instead of being USB chargeable, but it's only like 50 bucks. Uh, third. Eey. I didn't have a third. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, my, like my, my, my knife, but yeah, just that was my third choice, but I mean, I can I'm use it for other things. Yeah. Go. I mean, I guess you could use it to like, just do like cut, Whittle, Cordage, whittling whittle, sticks. Whittling sticks. Whittling sticks. Yeah. Um, you can do a lot of things in there. Yeah. 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 I mean, my three things would be, I mean, they're probably the most expensive out of them, but definitely like the water filter. Like, that's must be nice. I spend a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> I spend a lot of time out in the desert. So just having something yeah. that can pull from yeah. wherever I want it's it to be. Huge. Huge. Uh, the other thing, the Garmin, it's been really nice. Um, I have an older one. I have a really old one that you actually text from the Garmin. So if I could, I would upgrade to the Mini so I could just text from my phone because that's a lot easier. You know how long it takes to <laughs> send out a text message on that thing? It's like, because it's not even like the, you know, like old phones where it's like ABC where you just type quick. Like yeah, it's a QWERTY. Some, yeah, you got it's It's literally A or B or C and you got to move oh, around really? with a scroll. So it's oh, kind of Jesus. like fabricating wow. a text is yeah. a lot. You know, and then uh, my third thing that I like reusable Ziploc bags, and here's why because they're more burly than a standard Ziploc bag, which means they are a little heavier, but they're Re- reusable, reusable, and they're waterproof. So, what, what makes it this more reusable than standard, standard. Ziploc? They're thicker, like, like, so think of a oh, like, so they are different, yeah, they're different. So, think of it more of like a quality built Ziploc bag. Think of it. it as it's like, like the same material because I like have your, some of those like your the water house. bladder. Yeah, it's the same material as the water bladder. Oh, okay. But yeah. then, but then it's like longer a, lasting. Yeah, and then like it's like a real plastic, like heavy, like duty zip zip thing. Like, yeah. So, so those are nice because number one, you can use it for food if you need to. The other thing you can you can use it for you know like if you had to cross a river in some terrible way. Uh, you can waterproof your phone in there. You can waterproof all your gear, like anything that'll fit in those bags. And I usually take the big ones just so I have the option to do it. And then in bear country, it's smell proof. Like just a really good item for, I think mm-hmm. it was like 20 bucks for like five or six of them. Mm, nice. And then, and then you aren't, you aren't wasting Sweet. as much. Yeah. So that's a really good option. Lowering the environmental impact, which I will say but, just but the y- last note is one of the downsides of the replaceable blades because you got to throw them <laughs> things away. That is true. That but, is true. But, but I mean, yeah. but the convenience of, yeah, I mean, I probably, if I'm lucky, use it once a year. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that big of an impact. You're yeah. probably better off. The, the problem with reusable things, like those Ziploc bags, is you have to reuse them for them to be anywhere near environmentally conscious. Yeah. I yeah, like them just no because doubt. they're more Yeah, terrible. they're probably worse. If <laughs> yeah, they are worse. Yeah. It, it's the same thing as like if, if you bought a Nalgene. And you used it three times, and, and, then, it and, and, then, and then it got moldy, and you threw it away. Like that's way worse oh, yeah. than just buying bottled yeah. water. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But like, if you use it a lot, you use a smart water bottle, like that kind of stuff. Like, it's totally worth it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just like those because they're like they're burly. Like, I can trust the fact that my phone would be in one in a crazy downpour or something. Yeah, not get wet. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think that's a pretty solid, uh, solid uh, wrap up to the podcast. I mean. You guys have anything else that you want to touch on before we dip out? Spend your money on things that are important and yeah. go to Goodwill for other things. Yeah. yeah. Check Goodwill. It's always Sign got up some for good stuff. Sportsman's 
uh, rewards. Well, I mean, <laughs> no. you just got to remember what, what Use promo codes. <laughs> <laughs> what does a human need to live? Water, yeah. food, water, food, shelter, yeah. shelter, life, so a beating those, heart. Yeah. Those are the, those are the three things you should focus on. And then the rest of it, you can piece together over the years. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Right on. Sweet. Peace. Goodbye.